everyone. Welcome back to Capes and Chapes. Uh, once again, in uh, an extremely homophobic move during Pride Month, it is <laughs> incredibly hot for recording day. Um, during an episode where I'm probably going to get really sweaty again. <laughs> Unfortunate. I wish we were switched. Just, just, just for you. Thank you. I, <laughs> I appreciate the offer. Um, I'm trying, I'm trying, I do have plenty of friends in the Pacific Northwest, um, who are much hotter than I am right now, so I guess there's that. But it doesn't make you any less hot. <laughs> It it does not, as much as I try to think it, it does not help. Um, anyways, all that being said, I am, I am very excited, uh, to record because obviously if you listen to last week's episode, you know this, uh, but for our final episode of Pride Month and our final Mlem mutant of the month, uh, <coughs> we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about richter richter my friend richter um if you've been on our discord this week you've watched olivia go <laughs> deeper <laughs> down this richter spiral i'm having an extremely normal one thank you everyone don't worry about it um I've always been, I've always had a, a very, I mean, I've always been very fond of both Richter and Shatterstar, um, but I've always had a special place in my heart for Richter. Just Im- imagine one of those, those, like, heart locket gifts that opens up and it's, it says Richter, my beloved, and it has a picture of Richter in it. Um, that's how I feel. Uh, so, let's talk about him. Um, Richter was introduced in the uh first version of X Factor. This is going to be another episode where I try and fail to remember X Force and X Factor. I will mess it up despite the fact that I've read multiple X Factor comics over the past week. <laughs> I will forget what team it is. Uh so the first version of X Factor was uh Written by Louise Simonson, uh, and drawn by Walt Simonson. Uh, they're a married couple, (laughs) um, have had a long career in comics. Uh, and the concept behind the original X Factor was basically, so the original five X-Men were introduced in the 60s. And that team was, uh, Scott Summers, Jean Grey, Iceman, Angel, and Beast. Um, and was not super popular early on. Uh, and then in 1975, it was sort of rebooted with this storyline where the original five X-Men were, uh, kidnapped by the sentient island Krakoa, uh, and a new team of X-Men was assembled to rescue them. And this new team uh, included Wolverine, Nightcrawler, Storm, Colossus, maybe a couple others. Uh, But that book quickly became more popular. 
uh, and X Factor in the 80s was uh, an attempt to reunite the original five X-Men who had gone their separate ways. I think Beast had been on the Avengers at this point. They were doing other stuff. Jean Grey was dead. Well, that'll make it difficult. Yeah. Uh, so this was the source of the original, uh, first of many Jean Grey resurrections, because she had died after, uh, everything with Phoenix, and then they were like, no, actually, there was a secret, Phoenix was a secret replica of her, and the real Jean Grey was in the ocean. Uh, Cyclops had retired from superheroing and had a wife and child and then abandoned his wife and child to come join X-Factor when he heard that Jean was alive. Um, none of this, none of this is super relevant to Richter, uh, except for the fact, I guess, that you should consider that this is the environment that Richter is spending his teenage years in. <laughs> um, oh no. Oh, my poor boy. Um, but go go listen go listen to our Scott and Jean episodes for a little bit more on that absolute nonsense. But the concept behind X Factor was that the original five X Men were reuniting uh, in the wake of a lot of anti mutant sentiment, and the idea was that they would pose as anti mutant activists. And be like, yeah, we we are regular humans and we oh we hate mutants. We hate those guys. Tell us where the mutants are, because oh boy, we sure do hate them. And then <laughs> they would find mutants who were targeted by anti-mutant groups and rescue them. Good. Excellent. Uh yeah, it's uh it's pretty fun. It ends up it 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 doesn't work out quite like they envisioned, partly because they, uh, this whole time are also being manipulated by someone who's pretending to be on their side, but is actually, like, an anti-mutant personality. Aren't, um, weren't, like, some of them high-profile X-Men, too? Like... Like, they're pretty, they're pretty famous and recognizable <laughs> X-Men, you would think. Just like, like, one of them, they're like, it's weird that this anti-mutant guy never takes off his red glasses. Yeah, like, he, like, hey, you look kind of like that X-Man Cyclops. I recognize your chin in the lower half of your face. Why don't you take off those glasses for us, buddy? And he's like, oh yeah, sure, and he takes them off, but his eyes are closed, and they're like, open your eyes, man. And he's like, N no. I don't, I don't, I don't want... I don't want to do it's, that. It's just, it's so bright in here. <laughs> Can I put my glasses back on first? <laughs> uh, I need them. I have a hangover. I Anyways. always have a hangover. It's uh, me, a normal human man. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, anyways. This plan doesn't work out quite like they envisioned it, partly because they're being, you know, manipulated by this other guy who... Richter actually helps discover is manipulating them. But while they're doing this uh, deep cover, like, mutant rescue work, 
one of the mutants who they rescue is uh, Julio Esteban Richter. Um, so yes, his last name is Richter. R-I-C-H-T-E-R. And his superhero <laughs> name is Richter. R-I-C-T-O-R. So not quite as egregious as Tim Drake just being like, I'm, my superhero name is Drake now. Look, but though, if your last name was yeah. very similar to an earthquake-related word, yes, and yes, no. you, you made, like, earthquakes, I mean, you'd... If you were doing this as a teen, definitely, you'd be like, oh yeah, I'm Richter. Like the Richter <laughs> scale. Do you get yeah. it? Yeah, do you get it? Um, in, in his defense, he doesn't actually come up with the name, uh, but he also could have changed it at any time. And also his, like, his family is, like, kind of like an established family in Mexico, um... So he probably shouldn't be running around with his last name easy to figure out. But that's beside the point. Richter is a cool superhero name. So I like, I will let him have it. Yeah. Um, I mean, would like, if, if you looked at the X-Men and you're like, okay, Storm, because she makes storms. I would not assume that her last name was like Strom. Yeah. <laughs> like you, you see a guy making earthquakes that's, called Richter and you're like oh like the Richter scale I get it yeah you wouldn't be like oh I bet his last name is like Richter that's fair that's 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 pretty valid yeah um so Julio uh grows up in Mexico uh his family is involved in like arms trade like gun smuggling criminal activity of course he of course they are of course they are uh, comics uh, just can't have like a nice normal mexican family i that's like i'm like i honestly i'm like like meryl streep and devil wears prada like oh a mexican character whose backstory is his family is in a gun cartel groundbreaking yeah um but uh he grows up largely not aware of this, or at least not aware of the extent of it, uh, until at one point he he and his dad are both arrested. I don't know why he is also arrested as a child. Assumptions. Uh, Yes. They probably and were like, his... all right, we're going to get this kid to flip on his dad. And the kid's like, I don't know what's happening. And they're like, oh, I shit. I have no idea what's going on. Uh, they were smart. We can't make this kid flip on his dad. <laughs> Didn't tell the kid anything. <laughs> um, His dad, after being arrested, is, for reasons I'm also not entirely clear on, um, murdered by Cable's time-traveling evil clone. Okay. Um, wh whose name is Strife, with a Y. Strife. Um. Why wouldn't it? <laughs> why wouldn't it be, right? Uh, so that all happens. And then, to top it all off, he, uh, has his mutant powers manifest as a teen. Um. 
So as alluded to earlier, and as the name obviously implies, uh, Richter's mutant abilities uh, allow him to control seismic energy. Uh, so basically, he makes earthquakes of varying scale. What, uh, what, what scale would that be, Olivia? Well, one, one could say it's sort of a Richter scale. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. When you think about it. No, you know, I, we had, we had to, we simply had to commit to it. Um, so he can, he can do this to the ground and cause like earthquake-like effects. He can do it to, you know, objects and cause them to like shatter or break, um, he, it's usually shown as, like, a kind of greenish energy wave, um, but it's pretty cool. It's not very cool when it manifests, uh, as a teen and, uh, destroys several city blocks. Uh-oh. And it's also not very cool when this, uh, draws the attention of an anti-mutant group called... The right. That's it. Just, yeah. How did they even figure out that it was this kid that caused this earthquake? I, I assume they have, like, some sort of, I mean, maybe they have some sort of, like, mutant tracking technology, or maybe they just went around town like, hey, any weird teens around here? Any teens acting kind of, acting kind of wacky? I'm just imagining, like, you know ghost hunting shows and all their, like, weird nonsense tech? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just imagining that, but mutants, mutants now. So this this is a REM pod. Uh, if you get, if a mutant gets close, it starts lighting up. <laughs> you're just walking down the street and all of a sudden it goes beep, 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 beep. And you're like, ah, ah, they're close. Oh, whoa. Ah. But the only person uh. here is... Me. Oh <gasps> shit, I accidentally brought the ghost hunting gear out. Damn it, ghosts. <laughs> Get out of here. Looking for mutants sh- today. We're looking for mutants, dang it. I'm trying to find some. So, Richter is, uh, captured by the right. Uh, who is, who decides that his, uh, his code name is going to be Richter, R-I-C-T-O-R. And I don't know if they knew what his last name was or if that's just a crazy coincidence. Um, either, it's, it's funny if they're very uncreative, but it's also funny if they come up with this and Richter's like, whoa, that is wild. <laughs> Richter's just sitting there like, how did you... Oh. Uh, oh, okay. okay. You know, I actually didn't... I was sort of shocked in the moment when my powers were happening, but I actually didn't consider the weird coincidence that that is, so thank you for pointing it out to me. Yeah, and they're um, like, what are you talking about? And he's like, nothing. It's fine. Nothing, don't worry. Don't uh, worry about my, it. My, my first name is actually Rick. Um, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Uh, so, he is captured by the right, who plan to amplify his powers to, uh, destroy San Francisco and blame mutants for it. Okay. Uh, I... Yeah. Mutants did it. Stupid. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's stupid. Um, but he is rescued 
by X Factor, uh, who, uh, help him out. At this time, they have, like, there's a few other, like, sort of wayward teens that X-Factor takes in. Uh, a lot of them are, end up pretty, being, like, pretty, like, Z-list X-Men. One of them does, uh, is adapted into, uh, the, the kid in Deadpool 2. Uh, Russell is based on one of the, like, X-Factor rescues. Uh, the one besides Richter, who ends up being the most recurring, is, uh, Tabitha Smith, the X-Man with one of the silliest code names, Boom Boom. Okay, I mean, I was gonna say there's worse names out there, but... Why not just go by Boom? No, it's Boom Boom. She makes explosions. I'm, yeah. Uh, but Tabitha, uh, and Julio very quickly become close, which is good, uh, because young Richter is an extremely troubled teen. Oh? As, um, like, most young X-Men are, to be fair, but, like, so much of, like, Richter's early appearances is, like, uh, because they rescue him from the right, and, like, after that he gets, like, recaptured again, and X-Factor, like, captures him again, and he's, like, you know, understandably, like, extremely upset about what's happened, like, extremely upset about his powers being destructive, and just, like, constantly, like, oh, I'd I'd rather die than have that happen again. Oh, I wish I were dead. And Tabitha's like, okay, Richter, honey, (laughs) it's gonna be fine. Um, Spend... Spends just, like, a lot of time just stewing in, uh, teenage self-loathing and trauma and, uh, edginess. Um, and being, like, you know, upset that his powers are destructive and then upset when his powers don't work right. And then, uh, paranoid about this guy who's helping X-Factor, which he's right about. Um, but just, like, very hard on himself about everything, uh, and sometimes lashing out about it. Baby boy. He is my son. He is my son. Um, they, uh, there's a very short-lived, uh, series called Exterminators that, uh, follows Richter and the other, like, x-factor teens um and i think over the course of this they team up with the new mutants a couple of times uh who are also running around being uh teens at this point in time and richter and tabitha end up joining that team uh, while he's on, he's gone through a truly absurd number of costume changes, like, which I think there are, there's a lot of X-Men costume shakeups, um, 
Richter, it seems like, is wearing something different every single time he shows up. Uh, while he's on the New Mutants, his look of choice is a sleeveless leather vest with no shirt. Okay. So, like, yeah, baby. Early 90s. Let's kick it. I mean, honestly, the X-Men have to have some sort of, like, costuming budget, right? <laughs> they, I mean, they need it. And you know that, like, people like Wolverine aren't going to change their costume that often. So, yeah. Like, you might as well tap into that. It's true. Like, if somebody else isn't going to use it, like, you got to take advantage. It's like Scott never changes his his uniform. I'm just going to, you know, can you just, like, you know, dip into Scott's that he's been building up for the past however. Like, you've been consistently under budget. Let's just bring that up a little bit. Just yeah, as a favor have... to me, Richter. To me, Richter. I'm a I'm a teen figuring out my identity uh, and also my sexuality, even though that isn't uh, part of canon yet. Um, I've just gotta I've gotta wear some cool punk fashion. Uh, he while they're on the New Mutants, he uh, gets uh, into a relationship with. Uh, Rain Sinclair, Wolfsbane, which is uh, some Malem Wolowa solidarity, <laughs> if I've ever seen it. Um, he uh, goes kind of back. So Cable shows up to take over uh, like leadership of the New Mutants. Uh, Richter is like, that guy killed my dad. And Cable's like, no, that was probably my evil clone. And <laughs> Richter's like, I mean... I would not believe that. So, uh, it is X-Men, though. Um, but he manages to reconcile the fact that Cable is not the guy who killed his dad, and they do end up fighting Strife along with Cable. Uh, so he's like, okay, definitely that's the guy that killed my dad. (laughs) And he was an evil clone, and Cable was right. Um... At one point, he is, uh, captured, uh, by Genosha, uh, which is a big recurring thing in X-Men. This might be the first storyline that shows up in. Genosha is, like, an island nation that basically has, like, an enslaved mutant underclass. Um. Don't like that. Yeah, don't, don't like it. Don't like it. Uh, like, Richter, Rain, Tabitha, Storm, maybe a couple others, uh, end up being, uh, captured by, like, Genosian forces. Uh, Richter and Tabitha manage to escape. Uh, Rain is, uh, stuck there and gets, uh, brainwashed. And Richter leaves the New Mutants. Uh, and focuses on finding a way to, uh, rescue Rain and get her back. Um, so he leaves the team, I think, just before they become X-Force, and then Shatterstar joins shortly after that, and then Richter rejoins the team, Shortly after Shatterstar shows up, I think is the timing of all this. 
Um, I like the idea that, like, Richter's like, okay, I'm done with this team, and then Shatterstar shows up, and Richter just, like, walks backward, like, you know what, never mind. Actually, I just remembered I still want to be on this team. It's a very interesting team to me. <laughs> um, no, no, no particular reason. Let me just hang out here for a minute. <laughs> uh, so, as uh, discussed in our Shatterstar episode, uh, Richter and Shatterstar become very, very close pretty quickly. I think there's like a, a brief stint of Richter being like, I don't know about this guy. Uh, and then they uh, become best friends immediately <laughs> after. Um, I don't know about this is, guy. And then Shatterstar's like, what is this Earth thing that's happening right now? And Richter's like, oh, no. Oh, no, he's endearing. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. it's, it's it's very like, like Shatterstar is a, a weird outsider uh, who doesn't know anything about Earth, and, like, Richter is, like, kind of the team problem child, <laughs> uh, who just tends to be a little bit abrasive as a rule, uh, and then they just sort of click with each other. Uh, there's a, uh, relatively, I actually, I don't know, it, in what point, I think it's earlier on, um, a storyline where Shatterstar sees something on the news about, uh, Richter's, like, cousin and uncle being killed in an arms deal, uh, goes to tell Richter about it, uh, tells him, it, I saw, I, I do, I found this specific series of panels. It's Shatterstar is like, Richter, I saw something interesting on the TV. Um, and Richter's like, I can't, I don't want to hear about whatever sitcom you were watching today. Okay. And Shatterstar like tells him in Spanish. He's like, no, I saw something on TV about your family. And Richter's like, about my family. And also, when did you learn Spanish? Uh, he got it from the TV. He's been trying very, yeah. very hard. He's been trying hard for you. Um, but they end up uh, going on a road trip to Mexico to figure out what's going on. And Richter sort of like explains like his uh, his family and his past and everything. Uh and I, I think this is the point where his um, design, I think this might be, he has like, he has the black t-shirt with like the red X in a circle on it, which remains a mainstay of a lot of his designs after this. But I think this is also, he has like a vest and like a stupid neckerchief that I'm obsessed with. Good. Great. <laughs> That's a great look. There have been some very bad ones. I love the stupid neckerchief. Uh, he, uh, leaves X-Force again, uh, for a little while because, uh, he's being stifled by authority, um, and then comes back specifically when, like, Shatterstar is going through a crisis. <laughs> <sighs> I'm being normal. Um, <laughs> when, uh, X-Factor, X-Force, fuck! When X-Force, uh, ends, 
and the team disbands. This is in like the late 90s, like 97, I think. Um, the like epilogue for Richter and Shatterstar is that they both go go down to Mexico again to try and like stop Richter's family's like arms business. Um <laughs> and that's that's like that's their like capstone on X-Force is they like ride off into the sunset to Mexico and Richter's like, also I learned Shatterstar's like alien language too. We're just talking in each other's language. Uh and uh we're just two we're just two guys, you know? <laughs> just two guys two being dudes. <laughs> two guys being dudes. Uh a lot of this took place. So we talked about this with Shatterstar, but Richter is reintroduced to the team the first time, uh right after Shatterstar first shows up, is reintroduced to the team by Fabian Nicieza. Uh and then Jeff Loeb takes over writing after that, and Jeff Loeb was writing with the intent of eventually making them a couple. Uh, so a lot of this stuff is happening with the subtext being very intentional. Uh, but then Jeff Loeb leaves, and it never comes to fruition, and it all just stays subtext. But people are like, wow, these two are, like, really fixated on each other. <laughs> Just reading Jeff Loeb's like, are they, are they gonna, are, did you, did you mean to do this, Jeff? And Jeff is like, Jeff, yeah, yeah, no, that's, I did. that's, that's on, that's on purpose. Um, sorry, I couldn't finish it, but you know how comics go. <laughs> you know how comics go. Someday in the future, my, my legacy will be restored. Um, but after the end of X-Force, uh, Richter is a little bit kind of out of, of the main span of X-Men books. Um, I think, I think Shatterstar might be too for a little bit. Uh, but he crops up a couple times. He like starts, uh, he helps like Professor X with X-Corp, but pretty scattered appearances. Uh, until 2005, which is when House of M happens, uh, which is, we've talked about before, House of M is a, a <laughs> Which big, is fine and normal. Yeah, it, it's, House of M is a very normal thing to happen. Um, big crossover event, uh, where... The Scarlet Witch rewrites reality, so, like, mutants are, like, you know, the the more respected group in society, and humans are, like, hated and feared, uh, and her and her family of, like, Magneto and Pietro and Lorna, I think, is around at this point, um, are, like, you know, at the top of the mutant hierarchy, uh, and then when she realizes that this is an actual reality and she created it and that she was, uh, largely manipulated into creating it by her brother and father, uh, she gets extremely upset with them and with everything mutants have done. She says, no more mutants. 
And because she's the Scarlet Witch, there are, well, there are some mutants, but there's much fewer mutants. So 90% of mutants lose their mutant powers. Just overnight. Blip. Gone. Just for funsies. Uh, for funsies. Richter is one of the people who loses his mutant powers. And he does, uh, does not take this well. Uh, so Peter David, uh, after, uh, House of M and all of that, uh, launches a new X Factor series, uh, X Factor Investigations, that's sort of a follow-up to his, uh, solo multiple man series, who, Sam was right, we are gonna have to do an episode on at some point, uh, but it's, like, largely a bunch of, kind of, uh, lower-tier X-Men, uh, multiple man's there, Rain is there, uh, Strong Guy, Monet saint uh, Siren... I'm forgetting Layla Miller, who was kind of a big deal in House of M. Um, maybe someone else? I, I, anyways, gets this group of like less popular X-Men that he can basically do whatever he wants with and, uh, puts them in this like noir, like superhero detective agency story, uh, that's in the immediate aftermath of House of M, like, people still have no idea what happened or, like, why all these mutants lost their powers, and they're, like, trying to figure that out and also deal with a bunch of, you know, various, like, rising, like, mutant, anti-mutant, depowered mutant tensions. Uh, and the, um, the very first... Uh, the very first page, I think, of the very first issue of this series, uh, is Richter about to jump off a building because he doesn't have his powers anymore. Um, so he's doing really good. He's doing fine. He's doing normal. Um, at least he has, like, a support system, right? Uh... (laughs) That's uh that's a good question. I mean he's he's gonna um he, he uh, will eventually. Eventually. Uh Jamie Madrox the multiple man goes to help him. He's like he's a little bit reluctant about it. He's like, oh, I got to go stop my cringe teammate from committing fail suicide. Um and he does, he does send a duplicate of himself who turns out to be, uh, a malicious duplicate who tries to push Richter off what? the building. Um, I, he's okay. Uh, if there was any doubt with your duplicates, just go yourself. Well, listen, he, I don't want to, I don't want to talk too much about X-Factor, during the Richter episode, but it's like, he's trying, they all have sort of, like, slightly different personalities, and he picked one that seemed the most optimistic, uh, because he wasn't confident in his own abilities, but then the optimistic one was like, actually, I'm the one who lies all the time. <laughs> um. Terrible. Yeah, but he's okay. Um, he 
gives, he has this kind of cool, like, speech about how, you know, when he had his powers, he was, like, in touch with the earth all the time. It was, like, you know, this extra sense where he was just, like, constantly attuned to, like, what was going on, like, in the ground and, like, with the earth, and now he just, like, doesn't feel it anymore, and it's very upsetting. Uh, Rain, I did post a couple panels of this, uh, while he's on the building, Rain storms up to the police and grabs a megaphone and just starts yelling at him. (laughs) Uh, which, again, I don't, probably not the best way to deal with this in real life. No, Um, no. (laughs) But, uh, it is, uh, Rain storms up like, hey, that's my ex. I'm gonna talk him down, and they're like, oh, okay. And she's like, you stupid. You idiot! You know, you're gonna go to hell, you know that? You're gonna go to hell forever if you do this. And, and Richter's like, oh, like oh, I, here I, we go. I, don't, I don't think I'm gonna rain, it's fine. And she's like, no, you're wrong. <laughs> Anyways, they do convince Richter. Uh, Jamie's evil duplicate pushes him, but he's fine. Monet rescues him. Um, they convince him to join X-Factor, uh, despite his lack of powers, uh, and he kind of learns how to be, like, an actual detective. I mean, largely out of necessity, because he can't, like, contribute anything superhuman. Yeah. Uh, but he actually, like, learns some real detective skills, uh, which I'm proud of him. He, uh... Quicksilver, during, like, in the post-House of M, like, Civil War stuff, Quicksilver is kind of evil, um, shows up, he is, basically, he's trying to give mutants back their powers, um, using, like, Terrigen crystals, which is what gives Inhumans their powers, which gives mutants back their powers, but, uh, like, is extremely dangerous and will probably kill them. Um, but he, uh, temporarily gives Richter his powers back, uh, and then Richter loses them, but still has, like, Terrigen crystals, like, in him that let him do some weird stuff for a little bit. Uh. Okay. Over the- Yeah, it's fine. Comics. (laughs) Comics, it's fine. Um, over the course of this series, he, like, d- rekindles and then unkindles his relationship with Rain. Um, I think he also, like, dates Tabitha at some point. Uh, but Peter David was interested in reviving this Richter Shatterstar thing. Um, and has, like, a couple, like, references to, like, maybe Richter's not straight. He has this conversation with Jamie, like, after all the Quicksilver stuff, um, where, uh, he, like, makes a joke about, like, hooking up with Quicksilver, and Jamie's like, wait, did you? He's like, no. Uh, and Jamie's like, oh, okay, that's good, because then Shatterstar would get really jealous, and Richter's like, what? Anyways! (laughs) Um, but... Just like, I'm not there yet, Jamie, leave it alone. I'm, listen, I'm really, I haven't gotten to that point. Um, Shatterstar does show up, uh, 
in like pro- like halfway through this series. Um he actually probably less. Um he turns up, it's like uh Richter and like one or two others are like going to investigate this thing. Uh, some guy shows up in a mask and starts trying to kill Richter, and it's Shatterstar, and he's brainwashed, and then they realize it's Shatterstar, and then they snap him out of the brainwashing, and then he sees Richter, and then he kisses him. Oh, uh, it's, it's, I mean, we, we talked about all this last week, but it's a very big deal at the time. It's the first kind of, like, (laughs) major, like, same-sex kiss on panel. It's it's a uh, thing that we both feel very normal about. It's a thing that I personally feel a normal way about happening. Um and uh after this they enter a relationship. Um it's sort of like largely implied that like Richter has been gay this whole time and he was like closeted and you know his relationships with women were i don't is compulsory heterosexuality like a lesbian exclusive thing that's a good question okay uh it but 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 that general idea is you know dating women because he assumed he was supposed to be attracted to women um which is fine like it happens him being bi also would have been fine it's a it's a normal experience for people to go through yeah it it, it definitely it definitely happens to many we've all been there before right we've all gone through this it's fine uh he also you know has some uh turbulence in his relationship with shatterstar because uh Shatterstar is, you know, just sort of, like, discovering that he even has a sexuality for the first time and, like, wants to have an open relationship and Richter is like, this is a lot for me to take in and I am not ready for that. Uh, also at one point, Rain, like, is pregnant and implies that Richter is the father, uh, but then he's not... And the father is like like a Asgardian or something. Um, what is what's the deal with this baby? Okay. Um, it's a good question. I have no idea. Yeah. Um. Oh, Primhari. That yeah, like a a, a Asgardian adjacent wolf guy. Good. Um, Great. Yeah. Um. Who uh. Despite this sort of somewhat misleading information, uh, Shatterstar and Richter do still, like, uh, help her, like, uh, like, find her husband and, like, help her with her baby and stuff. Uh, also, I think this is, like, sort of the, the final arc of X Factor is when, uh, Richter and Shatterstar get sent to Mojo World, and there's a bunch of time travel stuff that I hate, and I'm not going to talk about it again. <laughs> um, in uh, 2011, uh, in the Young Avengers story, I mean, 
sort of a crossover, but largely young Avengers-centric storyline, the Children's Crusade. Um, the uh, young Avengers find uh, Wanda and are like, hey, can you, like, undo this and give mutants their powers back? Um, and she's like, I feel like I could probably do that. And they ask X-Factor to find, like, mutants who want to get their powers back. And X-Factor is a little bit like, I don't know, I don't know about this. (laughs) I don't know if we should just go to Wanda and be like, okay. But Richter's like, me, absolutely me. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll I'll take it. I'll take it. Thank you. Yes, thank you. I'll take it. Whatever. I don't care. I don't care what happens. Um, And does uh, get his powers back from Wanda. Uh, so, yay! <laughs> yay, Richter! <laughs> um, we're all, uh, we're all very proud of him. Uh, since then, um, he's shown up in, I think there's, like, a couple more years where he's, like, not super active in stuff, um, but he's shown up in, he was in, like, a, a New Mutants miniseries a couple years ago. He was in the Shatterstar miniseries, uh, where he owns a club and is also, like, secretly, like, running, like, a mutant underground railroad. Um, and he has another new look where it's, like, sort of like a, a cool, like, a, like, the black t-shirt and then a vest with, like, spiky, like, shoulder pads. Um, very punk. Um... He currently is a member of Excalibur, uh, which is one of several X-Men teams currently running. The British ones. Um, but he, so the current X-Men, like, reboot, reimagining sort of thesis is that all, like, the mutants have started, like, a, an independent mutant nation on the sentient island of Krakoa. Uh, and Richter's powers are acting up for some... Excalibur was one of the books I wanted to read this past week, but I didn't get it from the library in time, so I don't have all the details on this. Uh, but Richter's powers are acting up for some, like, unexplained reason, or maybe it is explained, and he doesn't want to go to Krakoa because he's worried that, you know, if his, uh, powers go haywire, it could destroy the island. Um, and then Apocalypse, the supervillain, is like, no, 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 don't worry about it, don't worry about it, don't worry about it. Come beyond Excalibur. Um, and he goes to England with Excalibur, and he, uh, learns, like, he vibes with druids. (laughs) Um, and he learns, like, cool druid, like, magical, like, attuned to the earth kind of stuff. And, uh, he gets another new look, and now it's very, like, he's got these, like, face paint, like, markings and, like, a cloak with, like, flowers on it. Uh, he's still got, like, the (laughs) the big red X on his chest. Um, you got it. You gotta. It's important. But it's a very cool look. Um, his Hellfire Gala look is extremely rad. Um, he is at, as we speak, in comics timeline-wise, he's at the Hellfire Gala, um, 
and, Sh and Shatterstar shows up. This is in the Hellfire Gala issue of Excalibur. Shatterstar shows up, presumably having just been, like, rescued from Mojo World or from doing whatever, like, stuff he's doing with X-Factor. Uh, and, like, uh, Richter's like, what are you, where did you come from? What are you doing here? Um, and they sort of have a fight, and then Richter's like, okay, I'm, look, <laughs> we should talk. How about you come to this beach I made, and, uh, you tell me where you've been, and I can tell you where I've been, and then we can figure out where we are. <laughs> um, and I am dying, and I'm dead. <laughs> um, so that's, uh, that's the story of, uh, Richter. My, my, my sweet boy, my darling boy, he is, um... He has a whole mental illness, for sure, and <laughs> people really, somebody really should have done more for him than, uh, yell at him with a megaphone. Yeah. Or, I mean, Tabitha tried back when they were teens, but she was also a teen, um, so didn't quite know what to do. Um, the X-Men really oh need a therapist. <laughs> the X-Men need a therapist, so badly. Maybe more than any other group of superheroes. <laughs> um, and that's saying quite a lot. Um, but uh, I love Richter. I love that he's kind of a weird little punk. Um, I love when he's difficult, even though I dislike North Star for many of the same reasons. Um, but <laughs> North Star is like... I do. I like North Star more now. The reading X Factor. I'm like, oh, I'm endeared to North Star. But North Star is like abrasive in like a pretentious way, um, and Richter is abrasive in like a punk way. <laughs> so it's different. Different vibes. It's cool when he does it. It's a very different vibe. Um, God, yeah. Anyways, we both sure did read some comics this week. God, we sure did. Uh. <laughs> Do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? I can, I can go first. Um, if you, uh, if you're a member of our Discord, I mean, first of all, if you're not, you should be. Uh, second of all, you probably saw that <laughs> we spent a good chunk of the past week just completely spamming the Out of Context Comics channel because we both just went nuts reading comics um it's not often so, that it happens at the same time no usually it's one of us but it was just we both were like it's time we're reading comics right now um so i got my hands on um i picked up the first trade of the current x factor um which I really, really, really liked a lot. Uh, it's the one where um, they they go they go to Mojo World uh, and Shatterstar is there. The Mojo World stuff is very cool. Um, I also read uh, the Shatterstar miniseries that came out a couple years ago. I picked up the first issue of it when it first came out, and then I sort of fell off. And I did like it. Um, but it was, it was a little bit sort of, like, telling over showing, um, for a lot of it, and 
a lot of the Mojo World stuff was, which I was entertaining, but it was like these are like these are the the Mojo World like assassins, and all of their names are like Cancelator and Sweeps Week and Time Slot. Okay, like TV. Um, and then the X Factor was like, okay, but what if it was like very, you know, like kind of like social media, like Twitch stream, like oriented, like an actual, like more of a concept of like, what would this actually be like in terms of how we, you know, consume media today? Um, it's also very funny, which is very cool. Um, also, obviously, I read a bunch of the Peter David X Factor, um, which is also very cool. Very different uh, from either of those other two. Um, it's uh, obviously more like detective-y, noir, dark, um, but it is cool. It's still funny. Uh, the, the writing is very sharp, and it's, uh, I like it as like, kind of a very cool look of like, okay, but what would actually be happening in the world if a ton of mutants just lost their powers completely overnight? Like, what would that be like? Which is always a thing that I like, I enjoy in comics is like, how does this materially affect the world that we exist in? Um, those are things I read. Um, I like them a lot. I think the new X Factor is my favorite of the bunch, which is unfortunate because it means that now I have to buy it as it comes out, <laughs> which I was going to do anyway, because I was going to buy look at the Richter and Shatterstar stuff when it happens. Um, but now I probably have to like, I won't be able to find it at the library because it's currently being published. I'll have to actually buy it. Um... It is on Hoopla, though. At least the first volume was. Um, there's also... I got today a package from my beloved co-host that contains the DC and Marvel Pride specials. Um, so I... Actually, I just assumed that was what was in there because I didn't get a chance to open it before <laughs> recording. No, um, I filled it with blank paper. <laughs> no! Uh, but I'm... Excited to read those. The Stupid Hellfire Gala issue of X-Factor comes out this week that I have to read. Uh, and also, I think this week is um, the Ryan North and Derek Charm Kid Constantine graphic novel, um, which I do very much want to check out. Um, Ryan North keeps like pitching it as, like, this is our kid-friendly version of DC's least kid-friendly character. <laughs> um, and I am, I mean, we both know, in this house, we love and respect Ryan North, so... Yes, uh, yes, this is true. I, I'm gonna check it out. How was, uh, how was your comics, your comics week? Okay, yeah, so I, uh, took a picture of them so that I would remember, um, and not have to bring the whole stack in here and then thumb through them. Um, idly creating terrible, terrible audio. Uh, <laughs> so I did read, um, well, I started, I started out my week with, uh, an anthology called FTL Y'all, which is about, like, 
basically it's just like an anthology that I got on Kickstarter that was like, so what if a warp engine was super cheap and like, it's it's like $200. Pretty much anyone can buy it and go into space. What would happen? And each artist had a different interpretation. And I'm like, this is cool and rad and chill and I love it. Um, and then uh, I did I did finish uh, DC Pride. Um, and I did read Marvel Pride. And both both good, both fun. Uh, loved to see my kids. And then I was feeling in a gay mood. <laughs> so I, I um, read the uh, Astonishing X-Men North Star trade, which is basically just the wedding issues. <laughs> just leading up to North Star's wedding. <laughs> I was like, I basically know nothing about this guy, but I do want to see him get married to his normal human boyfriend. <laughs> It's just a guy named Kyle, and he's great, and I love him. He's a a good boy. Yeah. And then I wanted to continue having a good old gay time, so I read read the Midnighter miniseries and the Midnighter and Apollo miniseries. Oh my god. (laughs) Good good normal fun times over here. Uh, Definitely did not. (laughs) <laughs> just every time Midnighter pulled out his stupid I've fought this fight a million times before you could even pull that trigger I've already won I get it, we get it Midnighter <laughs> it's like Midnighter stop <laughs> okay don't you get tired of saying this <laughs> um and then I stopped being gay for a minute uh <laughs> And finally finished the uh, Winter Soldier miniseries from a while back where he adopts a child for a little, um, you know, the normal thing that happens when, like, a kid tries to murder you and he's wearing a version of your old costume. Yeah, and then you're yeah, like, normal feelings and experiences. Yeah, and then you're like, I'm gonna save you, kid. Uh, I'm gonna do for you what nobody was able to do for me for a very very long time anyway let's go (laughs) (laughs) this is therapy (laughs) he does make him see a therapist thank you bucky thank you bucky barnes um and then i continued being gay with the 2017 uh iceman miniseries which does yes. have Richter in it for a little bit. Very briefly. This, this is this is the uh they're like uh Bobby decides that he's moving to LA to be with his boyfriend and also kind of get away from all of the X-Men and his family and just like <laughs> chill for a while. Um uh-huh. and then uh at his going away party, <laughs> Richter's like Hey, if you're ever single and back in New York, hit me up. <laughs> and Bobby's like, okay, cool. Um, I'm probably not going to do that. And then he does do that because Bobby's boyfriend breaks up with him because he almost gets murdered by Dokken. And he's like, this is a bit much for me, actually. 
I really can't deal with this. I like I'll still I'll still be your friend, but I don't think I can date you. And then Bobby's like, okay, Eddie invites Richter out for lunch. And they end up spending like the whole time talking about their exes. And it's like this is a good and normal thing for you to do on what I presume was supposed to be a date. Um <laughs> good. Oh, <gasps> uh. Uh, and then I started reading Empire just so that I could have, you know, Billy and Teddy in my life again, and then I ran out of time, and I was gonna read more Empire today, but then my parents left the house, and I was like, I'm gonna watch a movie, and then I watched Luca, and I cried. Uh. Oh, no! I gotta watch Luca and cry! <laughs> and, uh... So I'm probably going to finish Empire at some point. And I did I did get the first trade of that X-Factor run. And I did get a couple of trades of Excalibur. So I'll probably be here for a while. Join our Discord. You know I'll be in the Out of Context comics forever. Oh, oh my god. This is truly, this is the most inspiring way we could have brought Pride Month to a close. It's both <laughs> of us just going feral over gay comics. Oh, I just, like, I have so many things on my shelf that are more like, like, ah, uh, yes, this is gay. It is a graphic novel that is explicitly gay, but it does feel different when it's like, it's gay and also characters that I know and love for years are yeah. already here. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's, it's gay true. and also Kitty Pride is yelling at Bobby <laughs> That he's running away to LA to be with a boy. Oh, God. Just bully, bully gay X-Men. Bully gay X-Men and their <laughs> terrible decisions. Oh, wow. Yep. Well, everyone, if you want to keep up with things like this, um, you should follow us on Twitter uh, and or Tumblr and Facebook and Instagram. Um, we are capes and japes on all those platforms. Um, we have an email address that's capesandjapes at gmail.com. If you want to hear any more about gay superheroes, by God, we will be happy to tell you. Um, we also, uh, as alluded to, have a Discord server, uh, that you are more than welcome to join. Uh, if and, you want to and get we're updates in there, like, on all the time, we we are there. Like it's it's not just like you go and we pop in occasionally. Like we are there, <laughs> and we are talking about comic books, among other things. We're in there talking about um, comic books. We're talking about Critical Role. We're talking about how yeah. our days are going. Yeah, weather. we're having meltdowns about Richter Shatterstar. <laughs> a normal amount. Um, yes, there's that. We have a Patreon if you want to support us on there. Um, our uh, We talked about Promare for our June bonus episode, so happy Pride. <laughs> um, we, uh, if you can't support us on Patreon, but you want to help out the show... Another good way to do that is leaving a rating and or review uh, where you listen to it. Um, 
Also telling a friend about the show if you think they'd be interested. If you have any friends who are curious about Gay Mutants, we've got a whole slew of episodes for you lined up right here. Um, and, uh, yeah, just, uh, coming back and joining us as you have done once again. So thank you so much for being here, uh, this week on Capes and Japes. I have been Olivia. And I have been Briar. And as always, we do enjoy this normal about. This is totally fine. Don't worry about it. We're fine. <laughs> As always, I'm feeling very normal about comic books. Thank you and good night. <laughs>